Hey guys, welcome to the Revenue Accelerator. Everything is happening in the background that you guys don't know about, but we are going to tune you into some serious money, wealth, generation strategies components here because I have my today a very, very amazing individual. Um, I say individual because a woman does not define her enough as a human being. So an amazing human being, uh, Benir Pierre. I said it with the French accent because you have that French uh, background. So Benir, tell us about you, who you are, and why I keep saying you're amazing. Well, thank you so much, Kat. It really is a pleasure to be here. Um, I am an AIM strategist, which is essentially a focus on abundance, intuition, and monetization for purpose-driven entrepreneurs. I help those who are on the brink of next level shift really get out of their own way, heal their relationship with self, God, and money, so that they can create the impact and the income that they were born for. That's amazing. Um, I love that. You have such amazing ways. I think what I read on your profile was um, the only labels that belong are on wine labels and God doesn't belong in a box. And I was like, turn around. Yes. I love it. <laughs> yes. I actually that, did my research with you. <laughs> For real though, you know, what you said that there's, there's too much expansion to fit into this label. And I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we try to fit into these labels that mm. society says we should fit into, especially as women entrepreneurs. And I am not about that life. <laughs> no, I mean, you have such a joy of living and a hunger for impact, right? Which, you know, expands within the wealth, which expands in terms of actual human impact and, and, and animal impact, right? So like, it's really a, you are just a big lover of life. And it is uh, something that really, uh, you know, it conveys energetically and it really helps lift other people's energy, I think is like kind of like a secret thing that I know is not secret, but it's just, it's really a God-given gift, I think, that you, to be in this space of demonstrating your capabilities. So what helps you get into a wealth mindset? Like how, basically, maybe take that a step back. How did you get into understanding that a wealth mindset was important? You know, honestly, I spent enough years broke and broken and I just got sick and tired. Um, you know, my belief is that your relationship with money, your relationship with anything outside of you is a reflection of your relationship with self. Mm -hmm. And so really it started with me going on my own healing journey. You talked about, you know, this love of life, but there was so many years that I didn't have that. And I had to rediscover who I was. There was a lot of trauma that mm. I had to overcome. And in that, um, I, freedom became my mission. It really is all about freedom for me. And so when we talk about wealth mindset, to be honest, for me, it's more than wealth. It's about abundance. And mm. abundance comes from within. And so as I create abundance inside, which is joy, which is peace, which is love, then I attract all things that are abundant to me. Mm. So how did you come to understand that 
you were, you know, so we are, you know, images of God, like, yeah, we're going there, right? So we are a reflection of him, her universe source, whatever you want to call it. Um, Because I know that God is one definition that you use because it speaks to your audience, but you also talk about other energetic sources. Um, How did that come to play an important role in defining what you do and how you do it? So the short answer is that I found God at the bottom of a pill bottle. Mm. (laughs) Uh, You know, when I was 21 years old, I tried to commit suicide for the third time. And that's, you know, a, a long story that you can read on my blog. But it really brought me to this place where I realized for so long I'd been focused on religion, but not relationship. Mm -hmm. And I saw God outside of me. I saw God as this infinite source. But if I made a misstep or if I was not perfect, that somehow I was separated from this source. And in that experience and in the really fighting for my life, I realized that God absolutely is within, God is in all things. And, you know, the term namaste is the God in me sees the God in you. Mm. Um, That was my namaste moment when I realized that I am a reflection of divinity as are all things. And in that, you know, you asked how did I come to this place of like abundance and wealth mindset? If I am a godlet, how dare I have any lifestyle that is unbefitting Mm. of a goblet? (laughs) Yes. I love that. How, I mean, I'm sure you see this all the time. People who you see their potential, you see the God within them, right? Like namaste, literally like you, your God is saluting and, and seeing their God, but they themselves can't see it with them or they can't connect it as fast as you're able to connect to your inner goddess, right? You know, godlet, however, you know, one defines it. What is it that, you know, would help people get to that place where they're connecting to that internal source um, faster? So I think really it is a matter of coming back to yourself. Um, When we talk about personal development and all of this, we talk about like the next level and how we're growing, but I don't think we're learning anything new so much as we are remembering who we are. And so I think finding God is remembering who you are before the world told you you had to be someone different. Before you were given all the labels, before you were given all the rules and the roles, who are you? And as you come back to that, that is God. Mm. Uh, no, I love that. And and I think that, you know, I can't remember the terminology right off my head, off the head, but there's, you know, the, the psychological experience of, you know, kind of um, sympathizing with our captor, right? Where we, you know, people who could leave at any time didn't because there's this relationship based off of what we know. Stockholm. Stockholm thank you. Because I was going with Schrodinger, but that was the cat. I knew it was an ass, but right. So when we're looking at, you know, we've basically entered into a Stockholm kind of experience you know, relationship with the world. And we're looking at, you know, how can I break out of this and, and looking at being able to break free. I mean, really what you're doing, and you talked about it is the freedom to have the impact, to have the wealth, to have the abundance. Um, What do you see as that thing that is continuing to perpetuate 
this desire to label every single damn thing and stay in this toxic relationship? I mean, honestly, I think labels are easy, right? Labels allow us to create order where there is chaos. Mm. And so if we can fit into this box, then... And, and you see that with people who try to compartmentalize their life. They talk yeah. about their work life and their love life and their home life. And it's mm-hmm. like, girl, you got one life. <laughs> one being. And, mm-hmm, and when you realize that you are not a collection of parts, but you mm-hmm. are a whole being and really embody all of that. So you can't keep your magic. There are so many people who are stuck at a job they hate and they hate it because they're trying to keep their magic boxed into their personal life. And it, it just doesn't work that way. When were you able to, to release that? Because, you know, we tend to, we know because we've experienced, right? We can talk about this because we've done it. I've done it too. How were you able to release yourself? Like what, what was the moment? What was the thing? You know, it's so funny because for me, it was a second coming out. So I came out uh, as a woman who loves beautiful women when I was 21 years old. But then around 32 or so, I had to come out as not Christian. And it was like this devil worshiper. Because that's what it means, right? If you're not Christian, then you practice witchcraft and you worship the devil. And it's like, no, I just think God is bigger than that. Mm. And I had been on that path, like I said, since I was 20 years old, you know, that moment where I fought for my life, I knew that God is so much bigger than these labels and everything, but I pretended to believe as others believed because it was easier. Mm. And Around 32, my business started to shift. I had been coaching for some years at that time, but it was always the secret thing that I taught people about manifestation and that I taught people the power that they had to create the life they desire. And I finally was like, you know what, my impact and the women who are on the other side of my fear are greater to me than the judgment that I might get. Mm-hmm. And of course, people called me a witch and all kind of stuff. And now do, right? <laughs> I'm Linda. <laughs> Love it. Um, so what is like, you know, because we talk like conceptually people get it. Like you have to have a positive mindset. You want to be abundant. You want to tap into your intuition, right? And it's a lot of lip service or it's people who talk about it who don't necessarily know it. What does all this, you know, stuff, right? I'm, I'm vibing on you, but what does this stuff have to do with generating more money in your business and, and creating abundance in your life? I think that's a wonderful question because it's so trendy. It's a buzzword. There's so many, you know, spiritual boss babes and like all of this stuff. And, <laughs> and, and for the audio not- listeners, you cannot see my face, but there is a right. discontent. <laughs> Because spirituality has become a religion for some people. And again, this is beyond that. This is about relationships. So what does it have to do with revenue generation? First off, when I teach manifestation, I teach it in three simple steps. I think people like make it this mystical thing. Like, you know, you wave your wand and bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. And I win the lottery. We are always manifesting. So get clear on that. Mm. You are 
always manifesting, whether you're manifesting from your faith or your fear, whether you're manifesting what you desire or what you despise, you are always manifesting. So by really understanding the principles of manifestation, you can manifest consciously. So the first step in manifestation is to be crystal clear about your intention. What do you want in the first place? So that might look like strategic goal planning. That might look like creating a business plan. That might look like knowing who you want to serve and how you want to serve them instead of throwing some spitball out. I want to make a million dollars in the next month. And they're like, you know, I want to go from, like you said, zero to seven figures in 90 days. I have no plan. I don't know even what I'm going to be selling to do so. Mm. To create abundance, there has to be a container for it to flow into, you know? So like the Bible tells us that God will open up the windows of heaven, that you won't have room to receive. But if you don't have room to receive it, it's wasted. So how about you get some room to receive it with clear intention, right? So the second part of that is unwavering faith. And Mm. when I talk about faith, this is beyond belief. Because beliefs are fickle, our beliefs change. You used to believe in Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy, and now you don't because you gain (laughs) because you gain more information because your experience has changed. So this is beyond belief to a knowing. This is something that beyond a shadow of a doubt, what you desire, this is it. So when I decided that I was serious about creating revenue and scaling my business, there is no plan B. You know, if if the plan doesn't work, you don't get rid of the dream. You choose a new plan. But so many people are out here and they want this zero to seven figures in 90 days. And when the first thing they try doesn't work, oh, maybe this wasn't for me. Mm. So really understanding that this is beyond what you believe and what you desire. You don't get what you think. You get what you feel. You get what you are. So embodying Mm -hmm. what you desire. And then the final part of manifestation is aligned action. So you have the intention, you have the unwavering knowing, but faith without works is dead. So if you are not actually doing the works and not just any work, but aligned action, so many people get into the business of busyness. Yes. And there's no productivity. They're not doing revenue generating activities. So what does this all mean? This means that when you really understand how abundance works, the way that you move and operate is different. Manifestation is not transactional. It is Mm self-mastery. It is a lifestyle. And so by aligning with abundance, you really are not just changing your mindset because this goes so far beyond. If you could think your way rich, (laughs) then don't you think there will be more smart people who are rich? Like this isn't just about what you think. This is about the embodiment of who you are created inside. And then you have no choice, but to attract it to you. I love that. I mean, and it really, like when I look at, you know, what do you want, you know, unwavering faith, the aligned actions, I mean, mind, body, soul, right? It's this beautiful, succinct connections. It's the stars aligning and the opportunities presenting themselves. Um, I talk about it when I talk about, you know, winning the lottery, which is sure you have to have the intention to play. You gotta go play the numbers. You gotta watch to see if you won. You gotta hold on to that ticket, right? You gotta watch, you know, you gotta get up off your butt and go claim the money. And then you gotta get a lawyer <laughs> to help you manage it, right? There's, there's all these things, these actions, right? Um, but, and then, you know, I love the people who are like, I wish, you know, I won the lottery. And I'm like, did you play? 
no, because I will never win. Right. Like there's this reconciliation of energy that I think a lot of people, and then when it doesn't reconcile this, this bitterness, this anger starts to fester. So what's your advice to people who are, you know, they, they're, they're nodding their heads. They're going, yes, preach. I love it. I believe in it. I, and then tomorrow, fuck, (laughs) why isn't this happening? You know, all this good stuff. What, what's your advice to people who get stuck in that place? So the first thing, again, it's great that you believe in it. Now know it, now become Mm. it, now embody it. And we do that through practice. Mm. And so I, I posted something recently about how when I doubt my ability to create whatever I desire, we're working on a really major launch. And honestly, it kind of had me terrified. And so I needed a reminder that I can create anything. And Mm -hmm. so for me, that's feathers. When I first started manifesting, I manifested an empty plane seat. (laughs) And so for me, I'm a karma, parking karma. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you. So find that thing that you can manifest so that you really can get in touch with your ability to create. Mm. And then mind your words, mind your actions, realize that you already are manifesting. So if you're not liking the outcome, then maybe change the actions, the intentions, the thoughts. I love that. Uh, I mean, so much about that is so powerful. Like I, I hope that people go back and re-listen at least to the last, well, the entire episode. (laughs) Um, and really like tune into like the major nuggets that you've been sharing, you know, and specifically really looking at setting that intention, which, you know, it's, it's not, that's not the hard part, right. Of being like, this is what I want to do, but looking at it at that level deeper of, you know, creating the container, like get specific, how is this going to happen? How will you receive? But again, being open and flexible to receiving in the way that is meant for you, right? Because you don't always get it the way that you want, but you're going to get what you need. Um, and then with your help, leveling that up to get in what you want, right? Every Absolutely. single time. Every um, single time. Mm. And I just want to add one thing because you made a really good point. For those who are like, I believe this, I'm all for this. Yes, I'm going to create my million in 90 days. And then you get to day 45 and you're like, but I believe that I could. If you find yourself, you know, a million and 90 days, it absolutely can happen. But that's like some major faith. The Bible says that if we believe that we can move a mountain into the sea, that it will move. But like, who really out here not only believes it when they say it, but even if they don't see the mountain move, still believes that they have that power. So if you don't, believe at that level if you don't know at that level Mm. it's hard to create so maybe don't start at the million maybe start at i know that i can sell a five thousand dollar program to one person and then when you sell that five thousand dollar program oh my goodness i created that i know that i can sell this five thousand dollar program to 10 people like start where you are so that Mm. instead of building up examples of times you failed you are building up memories of times that you have won and those memories those case studies if you will like Mm -hmm. i have all of my clients create a brag book 
so that in those times when you're like, I can't do this, actually, I can and I have. So now let's do it greater. Yep. I love that. And, and the, the equivalent that I share with my clients is um, the evidence is always around us. So what evidence are you looking for? Are you looking for evidence that you can or are you looking at for evidence that you can't? It is both realities exist, all realities exist. And what are you tuning into in your energetic frequency to be able to generate and create and call in the life that you are desiring? Um, Veneer, you are amazing. You've dropped so much value here. How can people get in touch with you and learn more and, and even potentially look at getting your support for themselves and their life and their business? Absolutely. So we welcome you to just check out the website. Google me, babe. I'm everywhere. You're searchable. <laughs> searchable, absolutely. Searchable and bankable. Let's get it mm. right. <laughs> but uh, I encourage you to check out my content. So you can find me on YouTube. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me online everywhere. I'm Veneer Pierre. And guys, make sure you check out her website because she's got some amazing resources on there in terms of manifesting, in terms of looking at, you know, the tools and strategies that you guys can go and implement because y'all can get some results before even ever thinking about working with Veneer. And then imagine what would happen if you engaged her. And I would say when you engage her. Um, Thank you so much. Any parting words that you'd like to share with people, you know, looking to level up their you know, wealth, their abundance, their intuition, and, and to, to generate more monetization out of those two components? I mean, this is pretty simple, but just do it. Uh, there's someone out there who is manifesting you right now. Mm. So don't be afraid that you don't have enough, that you don't know enough. You are enough. You've done enough. You have enough to stand in your magic today for the person who is waiting for someone just like you. So just do it. Brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me.